Ladies and gentlemen, in 1933, maybe I'm off about the year, but who gives a fuck? It's the 1930s. The U.S. government created the Homeowners Loan Corporation, and the Homeowners Loan Corporation created residential securities maps, like known as, you know, redlining maps. And basically, it, uh, it assigned grades to neighborhoods to indicate their desirability for investment. And, you know, black and immigrant and low-income neighborhoods were like, they always had low grades. So, they didn't have, you know, good access, or I don't even know if they had access at all to, like, mortgage insurance or credit, and then, I don't know, like, basically, that, w that, that was going on from 1933 to 1951, is when they were, like, you know, discontinued, but, like, in Louisville, Kentucky, specifically, and I'm sure there's tons of other cities and, you know, places in the United States that are still affected by this, but Louisville, Kentucky is still to this day, like, seriously affected by this. Here, here are just a few examples of conventional redlining that still exists today. Uh, refusal to provide delivery in certain areas. And, like, I, I've driven for DoorDash and Postmates. And I can honestly say that there's always a $3.50 extra, you know, incentive to go to Portland. And, you know, like, like deep downtown Louisville. And I think it's because nobody wants to fucking deliver over there. There's, there's one way in, one way out. Uh, you know, other conventional redlining examples that exist today are business loan denials, regardless of creditworthiness, and refusal to write property insurance policies or dropping property owners insurance coverage altogether. All this is, you know, still happening today in Louisville, Kentucky. And then and then we're we're gonna get to like my 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 stake in this. So so I'm I'm gonna do this definition real quick. Um oh shit. Hey, I just I just asked this man to, to do an interview and he said yeah. Alright, but um so so gentrification is the I'm I'm reading this direct dictionary definition. I I'm, I googled this Gentrification is the process whereby the character of a poor urban area is changed by wealthier people moving in, improving housing, and attracting, attracting new businesses, typically displacing the current inhabitants in the process. So like, so, like, gentrification is bad because it affects a community's history and culture, and it reduces the social capital. So, so there is all this redlining happening in Louisville like a grip ago and it basically created these poor neighborhoods like Portland like I was talking about earlier um, so now and and I've worked in the new area I've been in the new area and uh, the dude that just hit me back for the interviews he's a black business owner in the new area so I can't wait to fucking interview him and ask him ask him the questions that I have but um so <laughs> So basically, my experience of the new area is a bunch of uh, white people walking around doing white people things. Uh, bottles of water in the new area cost nine dollars. Um, where else? Where else? Should, 
what else do I need to touch on? Um, yeah, I used to work at Climb Nulu in the Nulu area. Uh, direct, direct shout out to them because I I quit working at Climb Nulu because the fucking owner is racist as fuck, and the motherfucker. So this is a white dude that doesn't even live in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, me personally, I feel like it should be illegal to just own a business, like, like to just to just buy a business and then own a business and never go there, never be there. You don't even live there. You're not even from there. You don't know anything about the place, but you're just profiting off of the people that are there. So it's like already displacing the, the capital. It's like it's like all these people in Louisville are giving money to this fucking dude that lives in, I don't know, in Indianapolis or wherever the fuck that motherfucker lives. So then that's, that's, that's another problem. And it's like, all right, the reason I'm doing, the reason I'm talking about this is because this morning I opened Instagram and I saw the fucking courier journal post two white gay dudes. And, um, I know a lot of, you know, white gay dudes that live in Nulu. And for some reason, most of them are fucking real estate agents. And it would seem that, uh, uh, actually, let me, let me talk about these two specifically. Let me talk about these two specifically because I've done my research on them. Um, so yeah, the courier journal posted about two fucking dudes. One of them, his name is Justin Reed and the other one's name is Jonathan Clunk. And they own key source properties, key source property management, real estate, whatever the fuck. I don't know. But, um, so, so they posted these two dudes and they were showing off these two dudes. They have a mansion in old Louisville and I have friends that live in old Louisville and I used to live in old Louisville and there's a bunch of apartments and my friends live in apartments and all of my friends are living in, you know, really I'm not going to say really expensive apartments, but these, these motherfucking apartments aren't cheap. So they're living, you know, this is UofL campus. It's like close to campus. So my friends are living in apartments over here in old Louisville. And then you have these two gay white men who are real estate agents living in a mansion, you know, just like with, with everything else going on around it. And it's like, what? And then, not just that, but it's like the Career Journal chose to, for that to be the news. It was like, look at these, look at these two gay white dudes li- living big around poverty. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm trying, I'm trying not to get ranty. I'm trying to, like, stay. So, <laughs> so when I, when I was doing research on this dude, like, I went to this motherfucker, I went to Jonathan Clunk's Instagram page. And uh, I saw a post, like one of the first posts I saw. He was like riding a fucking Segway down by the ro- waterfront, like down, you know, just riding a Segway down at the park. And he was like, "We're gonna go look at this four hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo that I'm trying to sell. Who's gonna buy it?" And it's like, "Where did where did you where would you guess where would you guess this condo was that he was selling?" Spoilers. It's it's in fucking Nulu. It's in like the the biggest area in Louisville that is being gentrified right now. And and <laughs> the reason I did the reason I did my research on this guy 
is because I I commented. I'm I'm gonna go to the Instagram page and read my comment because I'm an asshole, and I want you guys to know what I said. All right, here we go. Okay, so so first of all, I open the comments and the a dude. Uh, I'm not even sure who it is. It might not even be a dude. It could be anybody because I did not you know research their Instagram page. But the top comment says, breaking news, rich people flaunt their wealth. And I fucking, I like that comment. I like the shit out of that comment. And then I, you know, double commented, subtweet. I was like, yeah, the caption should be about how white men are gentrifying old Louisville and how fucking ridiculous it is that they have a mansion, dot, 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 in old Louisville. And then some bitch, oh, she deleted her comments. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She deleted her comments. That's crazy. Okay, that's actually crazy. Um, I remember what she said. I remember what she said. She said, if only you knew how hard they work. I'm glad she deleted her comment because we, we got on this bitch. And that's the whole reason I even started doing this fucking episode today. It's because you fucking... What, her, her, her name is... <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote the bitch's name down. She, she, she can run if she can't hide. Her name is Quinn Adams. She lives in Roanoke, Virginia. How you doing, Quinn? I hope you fucking find this podcast and you listen to it. Somebody should fucking find her Instagram page and tag her in this podcast episode. But the bitch's name is Quinn Adams. She lives in Roanoke, Virginia. She said, she commented, she's un- under my comment, you know, commented at me. She said, if only you knew how hard they worked. So then I did my fucking research. And it's like, oh, if only I knew how hard they worked. This motherfucker is selling 400, you know, he's selling half a million dollar condos to white people in a in a poor part of town that has been bought back by rich people like this this man first of all does not work very hard secondly i doubt he has a very hard life i am tired of the victimization of gay white males you know it's like everybody in this fucking world is a victim to life life happens all right There's this whole thing going around, and it's like, uh, you know, it's like, feel bad for me, I'm a victim. Feel bad for me, I'm an oppressed person. And at the end of the day, it's like, bro, everybody's oppressed, everybody's fucking racist, everybody's fucking life is hard. Like, I I don't feel bad for you. I'm, I'm a black man in America. There's no way, there's no way, shape or form, I could ever fathom within my bones to feel bad for any white man in America ever give a fuck if he's gay all right so that's i need i need to address that and take it off the table so then it's like all right what is this person overcoming he's got to take a fucking six six month maybe even less than that real estate class and then he's white so you know finding clients people people trusting him trustworthiness all this all this probably you know the motherfucker probably had friends in the business and and i i can see that him and his boyfriend or his husband have started their own real estate company, and now them two together are probably selling houses to other gay white men. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, all right, you know, big, big, big fucking, big, big dreamer, big schemer, big, big hard worker. Like, you, you're not doing shit. You're not doing anything, but like, making it harder for my life and my people and the people that live in this city. It's like, you know, I to to. to to do further research on these people, I wonder if Justin Reed and Jonathan Clunk are actually even from fucking Louisville. Or 
if there's just this new white flight to come and buy back so it's like white people made it this way white people ruined these neighborhoods white people made these neighborhoods poor like there's there's fucking less garbage cans over there there's there's less it i don't i don't even i don't even want to talk about it right now because i can feel myself getting mad but the upkeep of that area that neighborhood like the even the fucking louisville loop in that area is just filled with litter and needles and like somebody saw a fucking arm like one of my homies saw a severed arm you know like like that i don't even know that movie that that movie where the kids found the dead body on the train tracks but like yeah like you will you will find shit over there and it's like it's like this area receives no maintenance and then now you have all these out-of-town white people fuck you know fuck about their sexual orientation you have all of these white men coming from out of town some of them don't even fucking live here like i said the dude that owns climb new doesn't even fucking live here you have them coming and being like oh all this shit's really cheap and we have good credit and we could get you know business insurance that has not been given to these neighborhoods so they're just coming and they're buying this shit and then it's like it's like you saw what happened when they legalized weed in Colorado. There's fucking like I went there. I went to Colorado and I've seen the parks. I've seen the footage. I've seen all of the homeless people living in parks because they simply can't afford. They can't afford the cost of living like the, it makes the cost of living go up when this shit happens. So it's like like I said earlier, when a when a bottle of water costs nine dollars and you're already, you know, struggling to fucking make three dollars or make make one dollar and you're living downtown. It's like. That makes your life harder. It doesn't make your life any easier. They're not creating jobs for these people. They're they're just fucking buying hotels and, you know, building hotels and apartment complexes and fucking businesses and breweries. And then this, the only people that this attracts is other white people. And the only people who can afford to go here are white people with money. So then it's like, like literally, if you go downtown Louisville, and I'm I I am gonna start filming a fucking documentary on this. But if you go to downtown Louisville and you fucking film it, or you just walk around, you will you will go through like, uh, uh, like this twilight zone of just like, it's like you let let's say, <laughs> let's say you head straight to to the Nulu area. I don't even know what street you'd have to go up, but you'd see a bunch of like, you know, neighborhoods with graffiti bunch of people sitting outside wearing wife beaters looking like they haven't showered in days and then you'll get to like i i I just want to call it like a for lack of it's like a suburban business area it's just like this small little cut out white park where there's only white people wearing khakis and dress shoes and dresses like like every time you go there you will see a white woman in a dress no you will see white women in dresses and then it's like it's like, man, it's fucking Tuesday. Man, it's Wednesday. It's Sunday. It's it's like any any day you go down there, you will see white women in dresses and men in suits. And you you know they have not worked. You know they're just coming there to spend their money from their fucking job that they work wherever else. And they, they go down there, and you'll see them drunk in the streets at breweries. And they just, you know, it's, 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 like, it's like almost like stepping over the people that live there. They, you know, w- without any acknowledgement, without any care, like, like all the times I'm I'm down there, I will just see a nice ass fucking business, and then, you know, it's like it's like you drive a few blocks further, you'll see a homeless person just laying there, 
may or may not be dead and just people walking around acting as if they're you know no concerns you know some people even expressing fear when they walk past these people and see these things we need to we need to move forward into the more the more lighthearted fun cool part of the episode where i uh let's let's start with the uh I'm I'm gonna start doing movie reviews because it's come to my attention that a lot of my peers don't have good taste in movies, nor have they seen any of the good fucking movies that I've seen. So fucking and these are like these are like bangers, like a, you know no 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 slack no sleep. These are fucking bangers. I showed my friend Oscar this movie uh, the other day. It's Elysium with Matt Damon. I believe it came out around 2014, maybe before that. But it's about, uh, there's these people that live, you know, in this city in the sky. And the city in the sky has, like, advanced technology. It can cure cancer. And it's just, like, mass-producing food that's good for you. And, and believe it or not, there's a bunch of white people living up there. And <laughs> Matt Damon is playing a Mexican, not a Mexican. He's playing a Hispanic dude who lives down on Earth, and he's fucking poor. And eventually, one day, he finds a reason to need to get to Elysium, and that's the movie. I'm not gonna spoil it, but I I do. It comes highly recommended from the Dolly Steez. Think that everybody needs to watch that movie. Think it'll it'll fill your heart with love and and wonder and mystery. Uh, another good movie. And I'm not a... I am not by any means at all, in any way, shape, or form, a Tom Cruise fan. But... The Edge of Tomorrow is a fucking banger. Whoever wrote it, whoever directed it, fucking slaps. Tom Cruise acting is impeccable. I can't, I can't tell you anything about the movie without spoiling it. But if you haven't seen The Edge of Tomorrow, fucking look it up and watch it. I know it's on Amazon Prime and YouTube, but that, that's another fucking movie, and I asked Oscar, I, uh, excuse me, I asked, I asked Oscar, and now I ask you guys, I want to know, out of those two movies, let's put, let's put Elysium up against The Edge of Tomorrow, I want to know which out of those two movies is the better movie, Oscar said it was The Edge of Tomorrow, I personally think it's Elysium, we will see. Um, and then, you know, if you, if you're not a, like an action movie person, if you don't like blood and you're, you know, you're, you're like my friend, Michael, and you want to watch something lighthearted, I, uh, I don't like, I don't know. I don't, I like rom-coms, but I like, like bad rom-coms, but in my opinion, and this is a, this is a big, this is a big, big fucking opinion. There's only been two romantic comedies that I've cried to like you just, and and not only that but like I actually wanted the two characters to get together by the end at the end before the end whatever and uh both of these movies were fucking Adam Sandler movies and honestly me personally I can't decide which one is the better movie so so if you don't want to you know put up Elysium with the Edge of Tomorrow I urge you to put together watch 50 First Dates and just go with it and let me know out of those two movies which is the better movie
Ay, ay, ay. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, I'm gonna go into this, just, you know, just wrapping up, wrapping up my thoughts on the day. I was watching a video, some dude, some dude said, if you could see a stat above anybody's head, like, every time you see him, like, what stat would you choose to see? And I'd like to see, uh, I like to see the percentage of racial bias that people have towards black people. <laughs> so like, so like, you know, if if 100% was like this person's, you know, racist and they're scared of me or they've done some racist shit and then like 0% is this person just sees everybody as a human being and they don't give a fuck. I'd like to see how much racial bias everybody has. I feel like I feel like if everybody saw that the world would be a lot easier to navigate. <laughs> Or maybe not. Maybe it would be the same. What else? I don't know. Um I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing white people talk about issues. Anybody else you know, like even even presidential debates, but like even smaller, like like watching two white women talk about abortion just seems I don't know. I just feel like Alright, this is this is my honest perspective. I feel like White people started this shit, and this shit is not going smooth. Shit's fucked up right now. So I feel like I would feel safer if there were different people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like let's say 200 years ago, there were two white men talking about how we're going to save this country. And then flash forward to now, there's still two white men talking about how we're going to save and fix this country. It just seems, you know, like insanity. Like tr trying the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Maybe. We should just like not allow white people to be leaders. I <laughs> I hope this is a controversial opinion. I actually hope to piss people off with this statement. But I don't think the white people should have any more positions of power. I don't think they're not doing shit. You know, white people make good accountants, maybe. If if history is properly accounted for, you know. White people make great liars. Be be good lawyers. But uh, I don't want any more white presidents or governors or mayors. I just feel like I feel like they they have different problems. They live in a whole different world. They've seen a whole different world. Their their families and ancestors have lived in a whole different world. And like picture it like this. So like most white people in America have had everything, a lot of things. You know, if if you're not an immigrant or you know, your family wasn't indentured servants or whatever the fuck. And you were a slave-owning white family. You came up and you never really had to, like, struggle for the most part. I'm not, you know, I don't know anybody's story specifically, whatever the fuck. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? You're white. All right. Um, <laughs> if you were a slave-owning white family, then you probably didn't have to go through no shit. So that means, like, your problem-solving skills... Or probably very minimal because you never had to solve no fucking problems because your problems were already fucking solved, right? But then you got these black people and these fucking immigrants and all these other people who have had to overcome shit and had to solve problems. I think these need to be the people with their fucking hands on the wheel. I think these, like if we want to see progress, we need to put the people in power who have had to overcome and have had to do shit in the past. Like we, we have the same white motherfuckers trying to solve the same problems. And they're not doing shit. Like, we're, we're going further into a recession. Like, I don't even... 
you know, not even with the pandemic. This country sucks dick. Let's fuck it. Smoke weed. Take care of your family. Love yourselves. Uh, 